This podcast is a frank discussion on sexual assault. If you are in the USA for free and confidential help, please call 1-800-865-HOPE. If you are in Australia for confidential counseling and support in cases of sexual assault or abuse, please call 1-800-RESPECT. Welcome to Open Stance. I am Tracy Height-Smith. And in this episode, I have the privilege of hosting for the second time, American John Vaughn, former Michigan University and NFL football player. John is an outspoken global leader advocating for survivors of sexual assault. In this episode, John speaks to us open-heartedly about how a company called Headspace Health has been such a critical resource and service guiding his recovery and healing from sexual abuse. Thanks for listening, and please remember to share this information with others. You never know who may need it or how it can truly help someone else. It is my honor and privilege to welcome John Vaughn to Open Stance. So, John, we're talking today about Headspace Health. It's a... uh, It's a global company that delivers mental telehealth to 190 countries. And you and I, we've shared some um, awesome conversation in the last six months. And one of those was about this company, Headspace Health. And you mentioned uh, you actually are a member and you've used it. So uh, love to hear some of your experience about this company and what it is and Yeah, so, you know, the interesting thing about Headspace, it was almost um, serendipity how I found them, but also at a time um, I was in a massive transition. I was dealing with uh, this battle against Michigan, and I had um, hurt. So there was a there was a service provided uh, through the university during the mediation and uh, whatnot in the Dr. Anderson case that uh, we were supposed to be able to have any therapist or you know mental health uh, support that was paid for by Michigan um, and for me um, I am a proponent of therapy. Um, I'm a proponent of taking care of your mental health. And, um, but I got referred to a um, therapist um, who could prescribe drugs, um, maybe a psychiatrist, uh, you know, one of the is. And um, it's during COVID, we're on a FaceTime call. So it's my first time meeting this gentleman. I hadn't really even gotten into, I'm just introducing myself to him. Uh, Why I looked at him, I was having panic attacks for the first time in my life at 50 years of age uh, because I was getting death threats and, you know, slandered and all these things because I spoke out my truth uh, against Michigan. And um, within the first 12 minutes of the call, he immediately wanted, he asked for my um, pharmacy. And he prescribed Zoloft and Xanax. And I hadn't even, I literally, we're in the introduction phase. 
And uh, I immediately, you know, you know, at that point, kind of went through the motions on the call. Um, it was like, this is extremely disturbing um, because as he's telling me what he's going to put me on, um, I'm researching on my laptop these medicines and what they do and the side effects and, and what are usually the symptoms or the, 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 the mental illness that you're prescribed these drugs, right? And um, so there was like, no way. Um, my father, who was a prescription drug addict, um, so I'm very anti-pill. Um, and so I actually watched a video on YouTube from a group called Yes Theory. And they, that episode um, was super positive. And then I started diving deep into them. And uh, one episode that I watched, they were um, sponsored by Headspace Health and the Headspace app. And- Did you know, uh, did you know what Headspace Health was? At, we, you and I briefly spoke of in a generic way, the company, but we didn't talk about the name when we first met. Um, so I had no idea that after, you know, this is a year or so of knowing each other, that Headspace Health was the company that you were speaking of. So I immediately, um, I'm a proponent of meditation and mindfulness and, and all those things immediately looked at the app and um, the, the different websites and was blown away uh, because I knew that, I, one, I needed to get control of these panic attacks um, that were happening pretty regularly, uh, sometimes several in the course of a day. And, um, you know, without question, the, the different let's call them modules or the different meditations or the mindfulness literally saved my life um, because I felt like um, I was on this ever shrinking island uh, because of speaking out my truth about the trauma that I faced at Michigan. And then um, as I would, um, you know, use the app. And it, it wasn't like every day, uh, all the time, but it was uh, almost what I would call a lighthouse, a port in a storm um, that would come when I was going through some of these episodes or having long, dark nights and sleepless. I would think, oh, let me just try this headspace. And then eventually, uh, you know, I got a free trial and then I ended up subscribing. And, um, you know, till this day, I am a, uh, I mean, I just, my credit card, I just updated my credit card information because my old credit card had expired and I forgot to change my payment method. So like, it's still something that I use today. And um, when I started looking at what and who they were, uh, alongside conversations that you and I have been having for probably the last six months specifically on Headspace Help, um, it just fell right into, you know, like our overall arching 
mission is to be survivor focused, to be uh, very mindful and intentional about the products, the services, the, the, the recommendations of the things that we as survivors use to, you know, you know, we're at, we actually use these services, right? So we're not just referring uh, people off. And, um, you know, in my journey over the last three years of being an outspoken um, advocate for sexual assault um, survivors, I found that uh, there's this duality in, uh, the, the industry, the industry's there. There are tons of opportunities uh, for you to seek treatment, but as a man, um, as a male, and then as a man of color, um, and, uh, you know, uh, I find that the barriers of entry for us to get mental health, uh, sometimes even in our own communities, it's so taboo, we, you know, it's 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 very uh, re-triggering to get yourself to the point of, of of getting some type of help. What are what are some of those barriers that people might recognize? They might not even know they're there. But what are some of the barriers that uh, had uh, broke down? For men being uh, taken serious about their you know mental health or speaking up about their trauma. Um, often it's not believed, uh, oftentimes, and especially in America and different ethnicities and cultures, it's taboo. Um, they're just not going to be talked about. Um, you, you pretty much uh, suffer in silence, which is you know, essentially what I have done uh, the first 50 years of my life, because um, I didn't feel like I had a safe space to speak in. And, you know, most of you know, and being a professional athlete, it's very hard for us to, you know, walk into uh, a neighborhood uh, therapy center or psych psychologist's office sitting in a waiting room um, for treatment. Like there's just so much, so much, many stigmas to men actually uh, thinking about their mental health. It's, it's considered a weakness. Um, I found that the, uh, the interface for headspace cell for headspace health was so unobtrusive and it was unthreatening. And so that I could do the research, I could look through all of who they are without feeling that, you know, because a lot of times uh, as uh, vocal um, survivors that you and I are, uh, it's very, it's very daunting, one, to be taken in serious, but it's also, um, you know, you're front-facing, taking the arrows in the fight to eradicate this, but then also you have your own uh, things that you want to make sure that you're, you're healthy and you're, you're mentally sane. And so I found that I was able to let down my guard and really take instruction from the different modules uh, and programs that Headspace have offered. Um, because I think there's no cookie cutter way to uh, help someone going through any uh, mental um, wellness journey. And I think that's, 
One of the things is, so with Headspace Health, there's all different stages of health and support available. Everything you've talked a lot about mindfulness and meditation and those apps. Um, but then on the other spectrum, they do have the offerings for psychiatrists, behavioral yes. counseling and coaching, psychologists, self-care resources. Did you um, experience any of those? Do you ever have interaction with um, counselors or therapists through Headspace Health? I did not, but I really researched um, kind of an ongoing mental health plan with them. And what I loved about it is it meets you wherever you are in the road to recovery and the road to uh, getting through your trauma, which I felt was extremely positive. And, and, and especially as I've, you know, you know, spoken to so many survivors, male and female, one of the key, uh, I think, crossroads uh, for getting the help that they need is finding uh, an avenue that meets you where you're at in your stage of uh, what I would call going from victim to survivor, right? That metamorphosis that must happen, um, that uh, kind of looking at the man in the mirror to really being serious and intentional about where you are and the road um, that is customized that Headspace Health offers, um, I think was something that the more I dug into it, the more I've been, uh, for lack of better words, willing to become this guinea pig in this process to, to, to look into trying so many different avenues within their system so that as I refer them, um, you know, it, it's, um, You know, you, you know, there's that saying, uh, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach a man a fish, he, he feeds himself for life. Yeah. I also think that's very um, applicable to uh, mental health. And um, I felt like they fed me when I needed it most uh, during that time in the battle against Michigan. But the resources within the Headspace Health, um, you know, biosphere, if you will, um, will also teach me how to fish, um, which in, in essence will teach me the tools, uh, recognizing the triggers, uh, also uh, the, the comfort to continually, because um, I say survival is not like, you're just on this busy highway, you get off and everything's fine. No, it's a continual, you never get over it, you just get through it. And so I think that as, um, and, and you can attest to this, as Headspace Health has grown and now expanding internationally, their, their services, their products, their, their apps, it's only going to continue to grow. And I think that is one thing that, has been extremely promising for me is they were that first lighthouse uh, in the mental health space that literally saved my life. Um, that uh, was a beacon of light in, in the darkest time of my life. And now that I, I know that direction, 
Um, I have it on my iPad. I have it on my, both my phone, my iPhones. I have it on, you know, my browser saved as a favorite on both my laptops. And so everywhere I go at a moment's notice, I have access to the Headspace Health Biosphere. So and that's, that's truly yeah, important to me because you never know what's going to trigger and, and when and, and where. What, what you said there, talk to me um, or talk to us about the accessibility of it. So in the beginning of our conversation, you talked about uh, going to a therapist's office. You had to make time. Uh, I'm sure did it cost a lot of money uh, and very intimidating. What, what is it like knowing the accessibility and the consistency behind being able to just have your, we all have an iPad, a phone, everything with us at all times, and just being able to rely on it instantaneously. What, what is that like? That's, that, that is, um, um, because that is so key. I mean, I think that's actually the great thing about Headspace Health is it's available 24 seven, 365 days. There are tools to help you because as you know, sometimes uh, when you're in the fight, you're, you're in the fight. And then when you lay down your sword or you take a rest, you know, your trauma hits you at two in the morning or three in the morning. Um, I always have my phone within reach, my, my laptop, whatever, that I can instantly plug in. I know that it, like the fundamentals and the foundation is really to support um, the mental health community. And that mental health community is wide as it is deep. Um, and it is with the different layers of trauma that you face in mental health, there are the different levels of treatment and access. And I think that more than anything else, you know, when you're drowning, all you want to do is reach out for the lifeboat or all you want to do is reach out for that life preserver. And I think they have a wide suite of life preservers that, you know, I've gone on Headspace Health you know, two, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, just to uh, calm my breathing, start so to medi tell meditate. Us, yeah. Tell us, what does that look like at two in the morning? What do you actually do for people that haven't used this service? What what happens or what do you listen to? You know, usually it's the, the, the it's such a positive welcome when you open up the app. And um, then there are just all these tools of the day and mindfulness uh, kind of actions that you can do periodically. So literally you just jump right in and it's tailored to who you, know, you are as a user. And uh, you know, usually it says, you know, good evening, good day, you know, good morning, Jonathan, you know, here's you know, tools throughout the day and you just plug in from wherever you're at. And that's the thing that I like that you know, the first thing they do is welcome you into the community. It's a very welcoming experience. And sometimes, you know, you're half asleep, you know, you, you're in the dark, you pick up your phone and you're just kind of opening the app. And, you know, really it's, I think the thing that um, is so good for me is there's immediately tools, uh, you know, like for instance, you know, mindful activities first thing in the day, to-do list help, you know, meditation experiences, all of these things in the afternoon, at night, uh, in the morning. So there are, you know, they, no stone has been unturned 
within the Headspace Health uh, company. So it, it's almost like um, they have a very intuitive nature to the process of healing um, to have not only sustainable, but a healthy mental health for individuals. And I would assume that each individual uh, path is very customized, but yet they have the knowledge and the experience and the medical and the uh, the therapy, you know, expertise to know that these are the things that, or these are some of the tools that have helped so many others. I mean, when I think we uh, talked, they had, you know, over, and I think even on their website, like over 4,000 mental health um, experts within every aspect of their platform. Um, so that's a wide or, you know, range of, you know, experts to help you get through, whether it's your trauma or just get through, I, I, I want to be more intentional in my breathing. I want to be more intentional in uh, not overwhelming myself because a lot of times as survivors, uh, especially as athletes like you and I, we compartmentalize. And so just give me this to-do list so that I don't have to, take a step back and really think about how I'm doing. Um, they have so many tools to regulate your, you know, um, because if your brain's not in it, if your mental health is not there, everything else kind of falls apart. And what I've learned to lean on is uh, once in the app, they are applicable tools when not, you know, in the app, like, you know, certain breathing technique you know I was like doing yard work or something and you know just thinking as I'm doing yard work and I didn't have my phone on me um it was like in my sunroom and um as I'm cutting grass and, and whatnot and as I'm thinking I, I started having a panic attack and I immediately thought back to a um meditation tool that I had just recently done so I think that it's uh, it's very sticky, if you will. Yeah. Um, in their recommendations, uh, they they obviously work. They've obviously spent a tremendous amount of time, energy, money, effort, and collaboration to find tools that stick, right? And, that. And tell us a bit more about how personalized it is, because when you look at a company like Headspace Health and you hear these amazing things, you also see that they're they're a huge global operation in something like 190 countries. So when you hear that at first and you haven't used them, uh, do you find the immediate um, response might be, well, that's way too impersonal. It's just a website, but you talk about how custom and personal it is. How, what can you share about that experience? Yeah, I was very intentional about working my way through, um, you know, answering the questions or you know, setting up my profile. Um, even that was very comforting. Uh, so I felt as if in the user, the interface was very uh, Jonathan attentive, if you will. And so that really, really helped. But yeah, they're they're a big company. Yes, they have so many. Um, you know, you know, like you said, one hundred ninety countries, but I think with mental health, 
it is a roadmap, not an end all to be all. I think what they give you is they bring the horse to water and they allow you to comfortably drink. Um, because I think in the sphere of mental health, um, and I say this all the time, you know, broke people break things and hurt people hurt people. And so, um, and a lot of times that hurt and that brokenness is we do it to ourselves. And so I think where they start is from a position of, let me, let me hold your hand as we walk through the unbreaking and then the unhurting, um, as well as, um, for me, there's just a huge level of empathy and thought that I think, you know, and I, you know, understand technology. I used to own an IT consulting firm. So I understand how black and white and how static technology can be, um, you know, the programming language and things of that nature. But it's, it's very, you know, I say it's, uh, it's very huggable um, because sometimes you just need to be embraced as a mental health um, survivor and um, have had challenges with your mental health. Like I feel like I can always connect and find something to not just give me a hug, but allow me to hug myself. So when I look at you, John, and I look at you know all your incredible accomplishments, you're a former amazing football player. And when you think about football players, they're the the toughest guys on the planet, really. So in your experience as a male football player, uh, would this have been something that you would have been open to in your playing days? Is this something that you see being useful in today's world with guys like yourself that are out there today? Would they be open to it? Um, how do you see Headspace Health being a real benefit to specifically uh, male football players? Oh, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, I definitely would have reached out and, and, and looked at the services as being something, um, another tool in my mental health journey, because, um, if you, if you think about most of the major sports, uh, globally, as well as even in the military, um, mental health is an issue. Um, and I think one of the misnomers about mental health is that, you know, you're labeled as crazy or you're labeled as this or that. This is always this negative connotation. But usually a mental health issue comes from some type of trauma. Okay. And it's diagnosing the trauma, not diagnosing the symptoms that are so key. And I think, you know, the duality of headspace is you have the, the, the tools to get yourself to understanding uh, where you're at on that, let's call it the, the road uh, to a healthy mental health life. But then it also gives you the tools to plug into professionals along the way that help guide you. It's almost like you're, um, I don't know in Australia, like we have Waze and Google Maps. That I help love you get anywhere, anywhere now in the world, right? Uh, they are your, uh, you know, personal, you know, turn-by-turn -turn navigation in this uh, vast world of mental health. And, um, you know, I, I, I read a book um, 
a while ago. It's called the um, the Unquiet Mind, and the, and then another one is the Body Keeps the Story. And so, um, unresolved mental health will manifest itself in different areas of your life. I call them the train wrecks of your life. So either you're going to have train wrecks going forward if you're not dealing with your mental health or train wrecks going back. And I think that as sports uh, have grown, um, the, the, the resources um, of, you know, and the value proposition is the players, the specific athletes. And um, you can't just be physically fit. You also have to be mentally fit. And so I've had conversations with uh, executives in the NFL um, through a really good friend of mine. I'm in the next six weeks or so going to be meeting with a three-star general in the U.S. military to really talk about how do we not only teach or how do we provide resources for mental health while you're active uh, in the military or playing these sports, but also the follow-on. Um, because you, as you and I both know, a lot of times, especially when it comes to sexual trauma, we don't even declare women, you know, the average age is 52. Um, and because men have now started to uh, like you know, take care of themselves from, you know, maybe past sexual trauma, there is really no hard data of when men will speak on their trauma. And so um, like just for me, for instance, you know, most of my, you know, the foundation of my sexual trauma, if you will, all happened before I was 21 years of age. Um, but, and that was in like a conscious state, um, active, if you will. But subconsciously, I dealt with that all the way up until I realized how damaging um, those traumas were that I had dealt with at 50 when I was speaking out against the atrocities that happened to athletes at the University of Michigan. And so um, as an athlete, my charge is I can't change what happened to me, but I can look at resources to help make the athletic world or just the world in general a better place now and for in the future. Um, because mental health, uh, I think, will always be it's a very recognized field of um, um, part of the medical community. And okay. we're starting to see how mental health plays on so many other illnesses. You know, and so I think the key to, uh, you, know, you know, working with a company like Headspace Health is to provide the resources now, you know, from the past, during, and then afterwards, because you never know when that trauma is going to come up. And I think that they are perfectly positioned um, to speak to assisting, you know, because football players know football, you know, um, rugby players know rugby, wrestlers know wrestling. We don't know in mental health. And so, but I think where there are lower barriers of entry in the sporting world. Um, if you bring partnerships like Esway uh, Health, which we're all used to coaching, we're all used to training, and we all go to all these different experts to help us perform on the field. But none of that performance can happen if 
in between those six inches in your between your ears is not healthy, right? Because that drives everything. Um, so um, we have this saying in, um, I grew up in the Midwest, in America, and we have this saying, if you stand next to corn, you look like corn. And if a team like mental, you know, Headspace Health is on your team, um, their reputation proceeds itself with knowing that you are actively in consideration of your mental health, um, whether it's past traumas or just dealing with the daily grind of high-performance athletics. I think that they can be a key partner in the long run that really helps um, so many, not just men, but men and women um, from the athletic world are suffering um, for lack of true organic opportunities to, yes, not only help them perform, but also the collateral damage of how mental health and not dealing with those traumas in our ability to compartmentalize as athletes um, affects us as stewards of the game, if you will. So, and, and on the back of that, how important it would, would it be now for young athletes, speaking of, um, to go into these organizations of any kind, knowing that a Michigan University, a Duke University, um, the NFL teams that you played for have partnered with a company like Headspace Health and part of the program that um, is advocated for players uh, to protect them and keep them healthy mentally, physically, emotionally um, is part of that program and destigmatizing that kind of help from the get-go and offering anything from mindfulness meditation on the grand spectrum to psychiatry and drug medication and uh, or coaching, that type of thing. How important um, to know that your organization supports that and offers that as as part of your in your whole plan. Oh, I think it's critical. Um, I think it could be a game changer um, is to take, you know, when you look at, you know, in my era, there was no internet, there were no cell phones. So you had a lack of the resources that we have today to get educated on, you know, why play here or sign here or uh, do this or do that. Um, but now, you know, having these uh, resources so publicly known would only ensure that the, the, all of these sports would live on um, because you don't have great sports without great people. Does that make sense? Like, if, you know, you can't have a great coach without great athletes. You don't have great athletes without great coaches. Like they are a symbiotic union. Um, and these programs and these professional teams, they're all a, a big, you know, organism, if you will, that they have to run, um, you know, one is not, um, in, or would it be interdependent? You like, you can't have one without the other. Codependent? Like yeah, there, yeah, there's this codependency. And we no longer can just look at the athletic ability. 
right? Um, and so in the recruiting process, in the signing process to know that I have a, or who I'm, you know, I have the opportunity to sign with this college or this professional sports team. And I'm looking at how the holistic program that they have within and know that there's a company like Headspace Health to, um, because sports psychology is more prevalent today than it's ever been. And so the mental part of the game and the mental part of the person is so much more valuable because we know uh, the damage that not having a healthy mental state can be not only to athletes, but sometimes these billion dollar organizations. So I think, you know, that standing up front and center, like you said, you know, NFL, Headspace Health, you know, stand next to corn, you look like corn. Um, it's amazing, right? Because perception is reality, right? And if you look at these great organizations, these great sporting unions, these great, you know, blue blood colleges that we go to, but they're also standing with, you know, resources for their athletes. It's a game changer. I mean, it's truly a game changer because we live off of these now, right? And um, there's only so much you can do in the practice field anymore. So we're going to use technology as a way to better, you know, the athletic community. And I think it can only get there with, you know, a partnership and alliance with a company like Headspace Health. Because sports are global, you know, sports are global. And speaking of global, so for athletes that have to travel, this is one that I think would have helped me so much. I was a tennis player and I spent, you know, 10 months a year on the road. So again, I didn't have technology. I was in your, I'm in your generation, but looking at tennis players today or those athletes that are on the road for the majority of the year, the consistency of uh, being able to access your mental health uh, through your phone, we, we can do that anywhere now. So what do you, uh, just being able to, you talk about the consistency, you have your phone all the time, you can do it at two in the morning. Well, also if you're traveling around the world, you are able to really keep it, keep it up. I'm almost positive that there's even like integration in your, in the, your Apple watch, your Google watch. Like I think the, 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 the there's no limit to where that technology, uh, where you have access to that, those services. Um, but like you said, we're on different time zones. We're in different countries. Um, we have different schedules. Um, but the one thing that is a constant is we always, we will never not be a society connected to technology. And that right there is going to be key, not only for athletes of today, but athletes of the future. And I think that, you know, nothing is future proof, but Headspace Health sure does a great job along the way. John, on that note, uh, we're coming back for part two of this. Uh, I wanna thank you for your time on Headspace Health and the mental health that you've experienced, it's been amazing. Um, so let's let's take a wrap there and uh, come back for part two with the rest of your journey.
I know you've got a book awesome. coming out and a world tour coming yeah. up and uh, your advocacy and would love to look at the, the latest in what you're doing. No, that'll be great. And, um, you know, we can really start to peel the onion too about how, you know, really like daily, I incorporate, you know, a little time outs for my mental health as a part of my strategy and all my advocacy and book writing and all that. I mean, I think it all um, is all interconnected. So I look forward to our next conversation.